0: That's
1: what I was thinking. All right.
2: <laughs> All right. Colossians.
1: Put your nose in a circle. This, how is, that this is... We're
2: going to get Colossians in a nutshell here, just for a moment.
1: tell you where we're at.
2: Because we're changing into kind of a different section. But the... Uh, uh, I think the first 14 <clears throat> verses is really kind of like an introduction. The you know, letter mm-hmm. has an introduction to it. And then from... Uh, that's in chapter 1 and then from verse 15 through about 2 verse 6 maybe something like that I believe or maybe 7 maybe probably about 7 is about Christ and it would be a doctrine remember the doctrine of Christ it's all involved there probably one of the Uh, supreme passages in all the Bible about who Christ is. And then we've got practice. Because if you have doctrine, you have practice. And if you turn to chapter 3, verse 1, what do you think the very first word is? Chapter 3, verse 1. Okay. Mine says
3: if. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <All right. laughs> therefore,
2: therefore, therefore,
1: if, if sense. since,
2: because of the doctrine, right? Yeah. So you have practice. So that is basically from chapter 3, verse 1, to chapter 4, oh, probably 6 verses or so. I think uh, just getting in a general neighborhood. Yeah, about six verses. So chapter 3, to about 4, 6 is practice. Here's how you live this doctrine. Now, where we're at is chapter 2, verse 8, right? Where it talks about philosophy, empty deceit, and such. And we'll go on through there till we get to basically chapter 3 the to the end of the chapter. And what we're gonna be dealing with there is something that would be polemical. Ah anybody know what polemical means? Alright Audrey, tell us what polemics is. Divisive,
1: since people two
2: different holes. Okay, so that would be like a dispute, disagreement, argument, right? So
1: it is
2: and Haha. definite definite split one end of the spectrum Christian to the other. <laughs> and so you have a big argument on that. Here's what here's what I believe against what they're saying. So that is what Paul is doing for basically the rest of this chapter too. With that in mind, he gets the doctrine across, and if you have Christ you have him down and what who he is, and he'll get into that also again in this polemical uh, argument, this dispute, but if you are know who Christ is, it doesn't matter what kind of false teachings come across, you already have something established in the person of Christ. So doctrine, there's practice, and it gets into the polemical aspect because this is really the main reason why he is writing this letter now. So that's an easy breakdown. Basically, that's kind of how you can break it down. If you have that breakdown, does it help in reading Colossians? You can do any book like that, kind of break it down into like three or four parts, you know, two parts, whatever. It, it really helps to know, okay, here's what he's writing about, and here's where he's attacking the whole scheme of false religion, that was coming into the the Colossae area, into the church there. You see, Epaphras uh, visited Paul while he was in prison at Rome. So Epaphras comes back to Colossae. Epaphras is the one that told him, here's what's happening back home. He was really scared of what was happening. Paul identified it very quickly, and so he writes this letter. Epaphras brings it back takes it to them and says, here, this is from the Apostle. It's a really short letter too. It is. Four chapters. Boom, boom. That's it. He was like really eager to give them something. He got it really quick, didn't he? Ugh. And so, if you have that in your head of what is happening here, introduction to the letter, then the doctrine, basically it's Christ and the Creator and the Sustainer and that, then we get into this area, but this, and then we'll get into the how do you live this Christian life. So knowing that, but th- this would be kind of like why this letter was written when he gets into this section. It's not that long, but it is very, very important. And it not only hits 2,000 years ago, but it hits right where we're at today because of so many different world views.
1: Same alive, but...
2: So here it is. Anyway, uh, with that in mind, By the way, um, in this polemical section, he's going to really hit on four different areas. One on this philosophy, which we'll be hitting on tonight. Another one would be dealing with legalism. Another one would be mysticism, and another one would be asceticism, monkery. You
4: know.
2: What asceticism? Yeah, it's doing things like uh, like a monk would do, to hold holy back things set, to make yourself holy. Set, you know. set,
1: set way okay.
2: Three would be mysticism. Okay. So right. that is what we will have to the end of the chapter, those four elements. And those are the elements that are making up this kind of uh, false teaching that's coming in. Paul doesn't really identify it and call it like Gnosticism. Or Catholicism, or mysticism, or whatever—it's just all different parts. And so those same areas uh, really are with us today. Philosophy really is is humanism, right? That's and we live now what I would call a humanistic society. There are people that would be on the other end of that spectrum would it be Christians who do not believe in humanism. They believe in in Christ, Christ alone. Humanism is believing in your own thoughts and your own ideas, which is what philosophy is, Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. worldview. Mm -hmm. So, right. Um, Making your own,
4: own
2: right? So we've got, what I say? Philosophy.
3: Philosophy. Legalism.
2: Legalism.
4: Mysticism. Mysticism.
2: Staticism. You just kind of make it up as you spell it out. That pretty well covers a lot of ground right there. You know? And so that is uh,
1: but when you're dealing with what somebody, this area is here. But when you're dealing with somebody, that's the four things you usually you can pretty much figure out there in the police system
4: categories so that's inside the
2: church as well yep and that's that's why paul doesn't call it a, a name a different title but he recognizes that is what truth is always being hit at by the enemy with that's what uh, christianity is against these things and of course those are widely widely used against christianity Let's have a word of prayer. Father, we thank you for who you are and your great grace. It's your wisdom. It's your treasure that you have as we look at your word tonight and recognize that we too have a battle against the element of philosophy, the world's wisdom, the uh, attack that's against everything that we believe in Scripture. So Lord, when we look at this, we know that truth is from you and we can counter it. We can argue against all of those walls that are uh, fortresses and blow them away. Blow those fortresses away in, in our own minds and in other people's thinking by your truth, which is the only way to attack error. Jesus' name, Amen. So we have a conglomeration that uh, that we're hitting here with. And as I read through this, I was thinking, boy, how current this is. And Paul, of course, being inspired by God, but he had, he was a world traveler, wasn't he? And he knew what all those things were that would be coming up against uh, the truth of God's word. So it's a frustrating thing. To see and to hear degenerate minds, people who are not regenerated, determining what ultimate truth is for human beings without the help of God. If you don't have the help of God, everything they believe in is going to be tainted, it's going to be corrupt, it's going to be a lie, it's going to be deceiving. And that takes in all your education, whether it be mathematics. They turn that upside down, haven't they? Uh, Science—they've turned that upside down. Uh, History—they've sure taken that out, haven't they? Uh, just go on and on with all the subjects in education. Go to government, see what's happened in politics, right? You know, and then of course what happens in the culture, whether it be uh, you know homosexuality. You, know, you just just go on, and on. Think of any kind of topic. Abortion. I mean, it, it, what? Just, just going down the line. Everything that we're thinking of is really uh, been infused with the, the philosophy of the day. It won't get better. Christ comes back. It'll wax worse, as Scripture says. So, uh, some of the solutions that people come up with the things for the world are absolutely unbelievable. You know, with, with the, uh, their ideas, and none of those people really can agree on things about how things need to be, right? Uh, in our passage tonight, it says in verse eight, "See to it that no one takes you captive through philosophy and empty deception, according to the tradition of men." According to the elementary principles of the world rather than according to Christ. So, this first part that we're looking at tonight, you have your outlines from last week. It just says, Watch out for the spiritual seduction. That's what verse 8 was about. And then A, you had philosophy. And then B is empty deception. C, tradition. D, elementary principles. You guys have those? Okay, good. That helps. Uh, when you think of philosophers, you have to think of some of it
4: uh,
2: Who? Oh, yeah, definitely. He had his own philosophy. A lot of people embrace that even though he was not a Christian. A lot of Christians have thought he, he was such a peaceful man. And if anybody could have been a Christian, it would have been him. But that's not true. But he was one that people thought of as they thought of peace, but he didn't have peace with God. They had some principles that you go, okay, but they never go to the end. They don't max it out. I remember because uh,
4: growing up, he was still alive. And then um, a friend of mine read a quote that said that Gandhi likes the God of the Christians, but he doesn't like the Christians.
2: So. Yeah, and that's true. Yeah. That's that's exactly what he said.
3: The quote was, I like your Christ, but I don't like your Christians. See, you
2: all know it better than I do. <laughs> <laughs> that was profound. Bertrand Russell. Well, that really struck me when I
3: read that, because I yep. liked Christ, out. but really didn't like Christians. either. <laughs> <laughs> I already tried them Christians and I'm nice. But <laughs> so do you think it's because
0: the
1: Christians that
4: we knew were not only like Christians? They no. called themselves
1: Christians, sure. but they were, no. they were false brothers. Oh, we are all our offense to non believers. That's the problem. It's not. Yeah, really but you
3: know, I'm going through the grocery line the other day and I so got a the lady fish. right in front
1: of me. She's got, uh, she's
3: got uh, a <laughs> Trinity Lutheran shirt on they got a case of beer in the yeah. basket, and he's buying cigarettes. Sure. Okay. And I'm thinking, oh, that's great. That's a nice little testimony there. Yeah. <laughs> so have left your Trinity
1: Lutheran church at home, lady. Did you get it a donation bag? No, I'm
2: sorry. <laughs> so some of the time the uh, Christians don't really live what they say they believe. Some of them are not Christians. Some are, but they're uh almost like sometimes it'd be better if they would you shut know up. shut their mouths Just shut, up or mm-hmm. but sometimes Christians are totally misunderstood mm-hmm. because they stand up for something, They're offensive. but uh you know what we believe in it finally comes down to do people you know trust in christ and of course it 's great to be around believers now it seemed like I took a lot of the air away did it did I yes. did it no, I Getting okay? Alright. Alright, yeah.
3: <laughs>
2: Bertrand Russell, atheist philosopher, lived to 90 years old. Wow. Yeah, miserable. At least 70 of those was. Bertrand Russell. At least 70 of those years was spent as a philosopher. His last words were this philosophy has proved a washout to me." Now, that's a washout for 90 years. Wow. Absolutely meaningless. Thomas Hobbes, he was an English atheist philosopher, and he had a materialistic kind of uh, psychology and what's called utilitarian morality. Uh, He was drawing near his death, and as he recognized he was going to die, he says, I'm about to take a leap into the dark. I shall be glad to find a hole to creep out of this world. That's what he had to look forward to, to non-existence. David Hume, Surprise. Scottish philosopher, was very immoral. Matter of fact, you'll find out probably all of these guys, or at least 98% of them, were very immoral. And they lived lives that were indecent and dishonest. He was known as a teacher of immorality, David Hume was. He denied God, and at his death it was so tragic that the people that were with him, his friends at his death, said he just agonized to the point that he shook the entire bed as he was living his last few hours and he said he wanted the candles to be lit at all night, that he wouldn't be left alone for one moment. And his lips were just filled with cursing and remorse until he died. Yeah. That's the way to go, isn't it? They had no hope, there was no purpose, and there is nothing with that kind of philosophy, is there? It's just like, what happens when we die? Well, they would say we go into non-existence. And it's like, well, how do you know? Have you talked to somebody who died and came back to life that wasn't existing? Where do they get it from? Who are they basing that on? Thing? What?
4: The one thing about that that bothers me so much is like, uh, so you're telling me that somebody can live a whole life and kidnap somebody's child, sell them into slave trafficking, and just be a total crooked jerk to every single human possible and then at the end they get to just die and go to nowhere while the rest of the people who he helped or she helped suffer on this earth still live through all of that pain. You're telling me that person doesn't get like, you know, nobody gets justice at the end, nobody gets to be justified, there's no, so that, that's why that argument bothers me so much is when they bring that that up, is like you think that people deserve to just die and cease to exist like, you, like so many things that they, these people that's, who that's, say that I think for. that's
3: wishful thinking. I think they they dreamed it up because, wow, wouldn't that be great if we're just nothing? It, we go into so would be
2: better to to die than to live.
3: Yeah, there's nothing there. It's gone. That's, What's it's the
2: purpose? Stops. There's that's no per- if there's no, no creator. There is no purpose. There's really no reason to even be here. It's all by accident. It's all just random. Well, what different? What difference if you kill somebody? If you can get that into your mind, then there's no such thing as justice. Of course, where does just and righteousness come from? It comes from God. And if they can get that out of their mind, out of their thinking, now they can do whatever they want. So why is it that most philosophers, atheists, are very immoral people because there's no morals. They can do whatever they want and they go to their base and, kind of life. And
4: it's always the same thing. They always, they always end up going to the same thing. They all end up, It's not like one of them like, oh, I'm an atheist. I'm going to give up all my moral things and then end up doing some really good. It was like, oh, I'm going to give up all my moral things and then they end up doing all the immoral things that every other person who wanted to give up also pursues. It. It's like they they constantly pursue the flesh, and God gives them it's over all to the, the base had. mind. Yep. It's all they he have. He's like, you want this? i
2: You got it. He turns so it, it over a, to the them.
4: Destruction of your flesh before. It. It's self destruction.
3: Well, for it's just... them, it's not like you get a you know a warm fuzzy feeling when you do something nice for somebody. <laughs> yes. There's nothing there.
1: Yeah, they feel like they've been.
3: They've been used.
1: You took advantage of me. That's right. That's how they see it. Yep. You talked to some of those people, boy. It's scary. Yeah,
3: it is. Well, you brought that, that, or film, or did that YouTube, or whatever. I can't forget that. That was. I'd
2: imagine people come up with these what? thoughts.
1: Was that, one that
3: I missed? Was it
1: the one about the it's, universe? It's been a while. Uh,
3: that was a, a, a guy that went around talking to college kids. Uh, <laughs> and and asked him. Uh, wrecked? What is it, wrecked? Yes. Life, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I see it go back
4: that, that. just blew me away.
2: And that's where probably most of uh, that me. generation now just arrives at. They they got it in their... They, that's their thinking, and that's just the way that it is. And if they would carry it to its conclusion, it's like, what's your hope then? so
3: destructive. Well, I mean, you know,
1: if they don't have the Lord, it's a pretty good philosophy. Uh-huh. Well,
2: what, other, do you, what other shit. ones do you really have?
1: So you can't figure out where nobody wants to be around you because <laughs> dead, those people won't
2: deal with you. No, there, there
1: no, is no truth. Right. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> really and to think most of the world is that way yeah. yeah. either they're in a religious mode that's not necessarily true Christianity or biblical but that's most people are not saved most are not Christian what do they believe? we're really in the minority, aren't we? but so it goes that's the way it was in the world that Paul addressed and so that's the kind of world that he went into because philosophy was really big Then, of course it was. Athens, Greece, it spread right on out to Colossae. Uh, People who want to eliminate God, and that's what they do in their own minds, they, you know, by their own human effort, attempt to discover truth. Mm -hmm. Ultimate truth. And those thinkers are going to tell us, here's the truth about it all. And they are unregenerate and it's all without God. Right, what is it they that ther- no they're
3: authority. saying? There's no authority. This is stuff they're sitting around thinking up.
2: Yep. <laughs> so it, what's belly, it based on? The
4: belly. But, uh, uh, well, we know that, what uh,
2: objective evidence? Any
4: other doctrine besides the Word of God is doctrine of demons. That's, so that's true. They're so far gone in their depravity that you know demons whisper in their ears and fill their heads with... All kinds of fantasies, and then you're like, ah, I've come up with an excellent idea. <laughs> I had a vision. Uh-huh.
2: Wait here. And you know what? It streams in the movies, mm-hmm. uh, the music, Max hates books, it's really articles, in newspapers, newspapers, internet. It's scary. It's music. everywhere. It's scary. Yeah, music tells you how to live your life. Mm-hmm. Look at some of the lyrics in it. Uh, They're spouting out their wisdom, aren't they? Mm. And they talking yeah. lack of
1: <laughs> it. it right. Putting it forward
2: like they've never had before. The of, well, the city of Colossae had its Hobbes and Hume's and those philosophers, and yet the little assembly of believers in Colossae. And they're in danger of being captured by these kind of thoughts, corrupted. And they came up through that system. So they heard it all their lives. So now they get the taste of who Christ is and what truth is. And so there it is, knocking on the door again. And they're used to it. So, you know, it's says, uh, what does it say? Let no one take you captive. See to it. Watch out. Be looking. Somebody's gonna to try to take you captive.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Through philosophy, and that's the love of wisdom. Biblical Christianity is a love of wisdom. Mm-hmm. You know, it is a philosophy, but it's the true one philosophy that is absolutely true all the time. That's I, don't word. Read Proverbs. I don't know
4: why. Okay. I don't get why they don't. There's Proverbs. wisdom. <laughs> right,
2: like, there's, the, there's so much wisdom
4: in Proverbs that, Yeah, and you can take that right out of the Bible. You can take it out of the
3: Bible. Yeah. You can. It's a. It's a historical book. Like it's it's right right this, but it, you know, for those people, they're all into that intellectual stuff. Go. It's a historical we're, book. We're it's not necessarily. I mean, it is scripture, and we know that, but it's also. A historical book. You can go to a library and find the Psalms because it's a historical book.
2: It's been here for years. (laughs) Empty deception. Philosophy, empty deception. What's empty deception? Well, it's all part of that, but uh, he attacks them head on here. We're talking about deceit, fraud. Trickery is what they use. It, it's deception. It's empty. It's vain, right? Mm-hmm. Empty, vain. You might even have the word vain. Or is it, do most of you have empty. Mm-hmm. Empty, deceit.
4: Empty. Yeah.
2: It's, it's lies. So we get this from politics. We get it from academics. We get it from science. We get it in religion. And so there it is. You know, the empty deception. Then he says, according to the tradition of men. That means something that has been handed down from one to another. From one to another. Uh, if I were to start with maybe a sentence, tell it to Carolyn. She would tell it, you've heard this before, mm-hmm. tell it to Penny. By the time it got all the way to Debbie, it would be something totally Probably different than what I just said. Or at least enough words in there that changed that wouldn't be exactly what I meant.
1: People just right? start paraphrasing what you said.
4: <laughs>
2: yeah. So goes tradition. Uh, look in Mark chapter 7. Some do that. Pharisees, the scribes, ask him, Why do your disciples not walk according to the tradition of the elders, but eat their bread with impure (laughs) hands?" What do we have here? Well, the tradition of the elders. Or (laughs) the word of God. Which one do you want? And that's coming from man. You ever heard of people that say, yeah, but the Bible is just a book written by man.
1: Yeah.
2: So that means all the other books are no good either then, right? By dude, <laughs> by man. So everything else is written by man too. So but to the Bible man. is just written by man. We know better than that. Uh-huh. But what are they saying? But we have tradition here that is true. <laughs>
4: yeah. Written by man.
2: But we're claiming this comes from God. So, certain traditions can be good, you know, not necessarily bad. Uh, Tradition is in the Scripture; it's handed down from the apostles. So, in that sense, that kind of tradition, and it's used in that way. In one text that I remember, that uh, the tradition really of the Scriptures. Of course, that's what's happened. We've got it handed it down, but it was already together put together as the Scripture of God. It came together early in the uh, first few centuries of of, uh, church history. You can see it there, but actually it was all put together by the end of the first century as John wrote Revelation in like 90 A.D. By that time, we've got uh, everything all written. They just needed to kind of put it together. Those letters were being passed around Past other people, and then they, people would eventually make other copies of that, and they would be very careful, do one letter at a time, to make sure that they didn't make some kind of error. So anyway, traditions—it's the man-made tradition that Paul is talking about here. It's purely the teaching of man, no claim from God. Uh, most philosophies are built up upon previous philosophies, whatever this philosopher said, somebody else comes along and does basically what they're saying, but didn't puts it in their own spin. Now the Word of God never does that. A lot of different writers, how many writers do we have in Scripture? Forty. And it's amazing, over the course of how many years? Fifteen hundred years. They don't even know, most of them don't even know each other. If you compare you know they've heard of them but they don't they never knew them they weren't in collusion mm-hmm. and even though they're saying some things that the other writers weren't they never disagree once how could you have 40 different authors over the space of 1500 years and never have a disagreement now some people will say Yeah, but the Bible has all sorts of what?
4: Contradictions.
2: (laughs) Contradictions. Can you please show me what that is? is? Which one? Have you read it before? Well, no, but...
3: I tried to show you.
1: That's another thing. i worked very hard at it. (laughs) What do you do (laughs) with this right here, right? What
4: do you do (laughs) with this right here? Well, it's what God says. They say that all the time. They say, you know, the Bible says, it's like... Have you read the Bible? <laughs> no, but I listened to somebody who told me what he said. There you go. Like, we go? is back. next to godliness. <laughs> yeah, the Bible says. Well, that last passage just proved it. you got to wash your hands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the shoe, dust the shoe. What is it? Dust
1: right. the yeah, that last passage you read in Luke, and you just about those guys wash that didn't wash their hands after <laughs> <what> they <laughs> ate. But they were talking about ceremonial laws of washing their hands, not about... I just keep thinking of that old church down in Mississippi,
3: those old ladies. I kept trying to get them to do some different things. This is the way we've always done it. Mm. We've always done it this way. This is the way we've always done it. I'm thinking. <laughs> okay.
2: It's
3: not. Maybe it's not the best way.
2: Well, the philosopher, is that the
0: best way? <laughs>
3: they
2: draw a circle. Say, you can live in this circle next man comes along, next philosopher, and he comes along and crosses some things out, and draws a different circle, and he says, now, you stay in that circle. You know, I mean, they're just not in agreement. It's tradition, whether it's Jewish, whether it's Greek, it's really nothing more than just absolute ignorance. It's falsehood, it's lies, it's deception. That pass. One lie from one generation to the next generation.
3: It gets bigger. That becomes the tradition. And that's how you live. You. And if you don't
2: have God in that, that's why it goes from one generation to the... How, how, what did God say? It'll pass on to the third and the fourth generation. If you don't knock it out, if somebody doesn't come in and teach truth, those people are going to continue in that same vein and think that's the way you live. You don't know any different.
1: I have an example of that kind of idea. You've heard this one before. There was a young bride and she was making her roast beef dinner and she had some people over and they noticed cut the ends off the roast beef. So they got to asking her why she did that. They'd never seen that done before and she said, I don't know, my mom always did it that way. So the young bride went and asked her mom, why do we cut the ends off the roast beef? Like that, She says, well, I don't know, that's how Grandma always did it. So they went and asked Grandma, and Grandma because said her pot wasn't big enough for it to fit, that's why she <laughs> <gonna dance.
2: laughs> what was confused. It
1: was a reason?
2: <laughs> 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 but how does so that apply to everybody else?
1: where I thought that was going. Yeah, <laughs> 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 yeah <but> traditions.
2: <laughs> traditions. Why do you do that? Does somebody ask? Okay. According to the element, what, what's that? that? Oh, I was
0: just going to say, mm. yeah. I always encourage my kids to ask why. Mm-hmm. And I would tell them why I wanted something done a certain way. Mm-hmm. My husband just, it's like, no, this is the way I want to do it. is the way we've we always done it. Better it. no what? <laughs> yeah. and it's like, okay. Yeah. I don't know where you learned this from, but.
2: Just you asking. know, would Just it be asking. possible people follow those philosophies without even asking <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. why? Yeah. We've okay. all, that's the way we do it. Because. Without even reasoning. I, like in the Catholic Church. Oh. Why do they do all those things they do? Even if it was right and true and good and biblical. They still couldn't answer you. They don't know why. They do it because their mom and dad did told it. To do it. That's what we do in the church. Why? What does it mean? Mm-hmm. They can't tell you, can they? Outside that thank you. Unable. And
4: it even it, Jesus says that the, the Apostle said I was even in danger of false brothers. So it's so it's even like us who those who are in the church who claim to be Christians and then turn around and encourage other people to do what's false. It's very, it's very deceptive. Uh, stumbling, really kind of stumbling
2: block. What, what, what did Jesus say about that? It'd be better to have a millstone tied around your neck and be thrown into the sea than to deceive these little or the believers. No, yeah,
4: but uh, I don't know if it's in Romans or if it's in Corinthians, but it says that. Uh, if there is one who bears the name of brother and he's like a drunkard or a sexual immoral or practices homosexuality, you stay away from them. So it's not even go near them. do talk to them. Because he says, because uh, there's people of the world and they do those things. And that's kind of expected of them. And so he says, God will judge them. But he says, aren't, you, aren't we called to judge those who are in the church?
2: Judgment starts with what? The household right. of God, and that's the way the pattern always should be. They're going to do their things out yeah. there, you know. Of course they are, right. but hopefully we can be able to
4: right.
2: have God's Word change their right.
4: hearts. Because if it changes hearts, it can change hmm.
2: theirs. Right. So some of you were the same way. He says, "Yeah." Elementary principles is another one. What's that? elemental spirits that's rudimentary even demonic Uh, the word starts with like okay ABCs this this is elemental things you think of elementary a B C things that are in a row one two three four Um, it's like descending you have the heights the depths of God's word and you're descending into a teaching that's infantile teaching, elemental, immature, you know it's childish things, what you're getting into. You know, you have deeper things, you have better things. Uh, the philosophers would say that what they believe is orthodox, that it's straight, that it's right, it's traditional, when really it's twisting, It's perverting, it's corrupting, and it's taking anything that's fundamental and orthodox and putting a spin on it. Elementary principles. Uh, Another thought on that is elemental spirits, uh, which is found in some translations there. It means demonic spirits. Uh, They were thought to control the planetary Spheres. You think of the planets, and then you think of the sun, the moon, all the stars. You know, out in out in the heavens. And what it really comes down to is astrology. Did they have astrology back at the time of the Colossians? Oh yeah, yeah. Babylon. The, what that astrology was, it was like emanations that came from God. Uh, the ancient world kind of revolved around the lives that were around or life that came from stars and planets. You know, even today you hear people talking about, there's life on Mars. They found a planet that would support life. They did. It has
3: water on it.
2: They found that.
3: Oh, but, well, maybe it would support (laughs) life. It does have water on it, they said.
2: They said right but, but it's bigger
3: than our world and it, and it has a different gravitational force. And oops, and it's, oh, it's a little probably.
2: hotter. Dad, <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're getting to it. Now we're getting a little bit more truth Well, I have to read the
3: article. They made it sound like uh, we find another Earth.
2: Yeah. And we have like,
4: that. Unless <laughs> right years away, is
3: it? Um, yeah. Well, yeah. Then there's that. When are we going to get there? <laughs> <laughs> Not exactly.
2: Galaxy.
4: It's not as really close. Yeah. you just take <laughs> a ride at Mars. Sure. If you go past this other nebula. You're not
1: and too and far. on the other side <laughs> of the other Milky Way galaxy. Yeah. Okay. they, they, they say
4: that uh, they call Satan the Prince of the Air. Mm-hmm. And then with all the whole zodiac, you know, I'm Scorpio. I'm a right. or whatever. A lot of people will take their own personalities and be like, "Oh, I'm Scorpio, so these are my characteristics and my traits. That's why I behave this way."
1: Do they not realize everybody like, born in that month has that same what? It's right, like, so you duh. Do, you
4: basically give I mean, yourself the right to act like a jerk. Yeah, I wow. mean,
1: but do they realize how many people are born in that same month and that same time limit? Well, they don't
4: care because it's all about them. Yeah.
1: That's how I was like, oh, so
2: you said there's like yep. huh? Yeah. There it well, is. There's <laughs> only actually
1: 12 types of per- Personality
2: or something. Oh, that, that makes it much that easier now. Life. Life. <laughs> that explains <laughs> a lot. Now we can
4: manipulate the mind. Yep. Now that we know there's only 12, it's easier to control. Well, right. uh, 12 types of people we have times seven. That?
1: <laughs> what? Yeah. That's philosophy,
2: and if there you go, go up against that today, yeah, yeah. you are considered to be outdated, yeah. outmoded. You have been passed up. Yeah. I mean, you don't dare say anything like that on Old TV. Fashioned. You know, the, the news or whatever Nothing. It, it, you will be ousted being, out. Yeah, we're the traditional but,
1: yeah. Yeah.
2: I mean, just the just the simple things male and female. That's just about as basic as you can get. Him, her, mm. Anyway, with <laughs> the Yeah, right. I mean, Not with the times, can't are we? I can figure out what they are. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, these uh, elementary principles, if it's elemental spirits, they uh, believed in the, the influence uh, of the stars. we controlled the destiny. And remember that we've been seeing where Paul has been talking the wisdom of knowledge, wisdom and knowledge, the treasury of wisdom, you know, is in Christ and everything. Well, here it is. They're talking about the secret hidden wisdom that they have. We have a hidden wisdom. The hidden wisdom is in Christ that's available to anybody. And so uh, they have the secret knowledge. That's what all those. Religions, Eastern religions are all about. I could get into that. So, uh, you think up today, you know, I guess it's uh, what? Horoscopes? Still pretty big, aren't they?
0: Yeah.
2: Astral charts? they pretty big. You know, we've seen them for a long time. But, you know, in the newspaper they used to have that. I don't know whether it was put on there just as fun or actually people took that to real truth, but um, it was, you're talking demonic doctrine here. These are spirits and coming down from them.
4: Of course, They're really nonchalantly, so too. Mm.
2: Just innocent, like, right? We're
4: just, just, right? just going to put this in there this time, and then we're going to continue to do that. And over the generations, they won't even care anymore. And
2: they'll promote it for us. <laughs> uh, boy, there are a lot of TV shows that are now out, coming out this new season. Uh, one's just called evil. I'm not so sure what all that is. I think it's, it's a scientist lady versus a man that's supposed to be a man of faith. it be interesting to see how they portray him. It won't be that interesting. He'll, he'll be an idiot. He'll be He's an idiot. He'll be, he'll idiot. be, yeah. Catholic. Idiot. He'll yeah. be a Catholic.
0: You know,
3: yeah. He'll have to be a Catholic because that's the religion. <laughs> everybody the is. cannot yeah. 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 can't call him uh, a Baptist because not everybody knows what that is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Boy, look at this. And they'll
4: call him a Christian. They'll yep. so call him a Christian.
3: They're but
4: he'll an idiot. be Catholic. And then he'll look, I just don't know how to answer your argument. Oh, you yeah,
0: have anybody like... watched
4: that one that's called mm-hmm. God? Or... They have a TV show.
2: Called oh, oh so yeah. the, uh, uh, like Facebook.
0: Well, I'm it's, dealing it's, with it's it. all on the computer stuff. But it's yeah. somebody knowing God. No, it's, but, I mean, I, I can't, I can't
4: <coughs> it. Or, what is it about? But it's.
0: It's about um, this guy gets messages that says that are signed off as being from God, mm-hmm. telling him to go do things, and On it's Facebook causing him or to interact media. with people that he, you know, it's like I don't know who that is. God friend, God friend, yeah, that's yeah. it was, Yeah. Did you watch that unboxing? <laughs> well, I, I, I caught a couple pieces of the episode, and it was like his dad was a minister, but he. Had a radio uh, show. That he was atheist, and it's like it's his really, son. The son was atheist. Right. And the son's the one that got the, the
1: befriending thing.
0: Befriending. thing, and it's it's showing him changing from one side to the other, from okay. not believing to well, not bad, maybe. believing. So well, maybe it'll be bad. Maybe.
2: There's some, it, yeah, you yeah, know, there's yeah. some <laughs> <laughs> principles it'll there that bad. you go, that's really nice, yeah. you know.
3: I'm always amazed at how blatant Satan is. Yeah. I mean if you read Revelation or, or you know, the Daniel Romans. and you start looking at some of the end time stuff and and you look at some of these movies or T V shows, you think, mm-hmm. Boy, that's right out of scripture, man. Yep. And he's just throwing
1: yep. it out there and people are
0: thinking that's out. all
1: fun.
4: Think about the Avengers movie.
2: <laughs> Yeah.
4: Come on! Diana, touched was, by an
1: angel. Come Stabies, on! Gosh. that was all. Yeah, yeah that was half cool.
4: the population. You know, and <laughs> then the people strive to get the population back. Like it's the same people that most people wanted to get rid of in the first place. Why don't
1: you want to pick them back mm-hmm. Bill, you missed "Touched by an Angel."
2: Oh gosh. <laughs> he didn't grow up on that one, did you? I, oh
4: my gosh. How bad the We grew up on Char. Uh, who was it? Uh, I loved that show. Oh, char- I thought did, that, that was, was the best show I ever had. I cried. They hunted each other down. I, with my no, sisters. So I, I had a to sit there and sit. You know, like touched by we, the angels, has <laughs>
1: got that totally wrong. i just telling you. We don't turn an angel after we die. They can't think of They were turning an
4: angel
2: after they There was a
4: guy who was a warlock. And then their job was to go around and like fight the demonic spirits. Satan is just so
3: blatant about what
1: he's (laughs) planning and what he's going to do and how it's all going to look. See, this is exactly the very thing we're talking about. This whole passage about being captive by these things. Mm -hmm. Even like you said, there are said people that ought to know better. That's bad doctrine. Uh Are are getting pulled? Like you say, they get pulled in by it's like, well.
0: Yeah. Well, the people that I mean, I don't. Know, the
1: Catholic Church, that church
0: that doesn't. Ages. I don't know if it, I don't remember it, teaching it, but
4: believing that when we die we become angels. Well, that's what church five angels did for us. Right. Like oh. sure. Yeah, a lot what of people believe that. People say
2: show show the the they that's that's leap of faith, bells ringing, angels No. No. We won't take a leap. It's based upon facts, and truth. Right. It's not blind faith. Right. Also, a... I don't know
0: how many times I see thing. that tour. I mean, okay, guys. I got a Catholic funeral to go to tomorrow. Oh, I told my no. daughter I will come pick up the kids. I will go to the receiving line, but I am not staying for the funeral. I cannot take
4: another Catholic funeral. Um, I just seem like Catholic people are dying
1: left and right. I'm sorry. There's a
4: Catholic
2: Baptists don't die much. Yeah. They just keep on living forever.
4: <laughs> I saw, for a week straight, I saw I saw another, like there was like one week there was a, a funeral car, a, a hearse, is that what you call them? Mm-hmm. And then the next week there was another hearse.
2: Oh, and, and I see. The
4: next week there was like another hearse. And I'm like, these people in here are dying. Like,
2: <laughs> <laughs> know, That's a, a dead, dead church. church. <laughs> 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 about that.
4: This one's going to be at
0: Ridge Fountain. we be on Monday. Today, tomorrow.
2: Hey, one I thing that's guaranteed in time. this world
0: 100% chance. pay
2: taxes. I'm not a politician. Hey, go to
4: Galatians. They're going to die. They're just not
3: going to pay taxes.
2: Galatians. Galatians 4 3. So also, we, while we were children, Forward came believers. We were held in bondage under the elemental things of the world. So these things we're talking about, whether they be flat-out demonic, whether it just be straight lies, deception, whatever, we came from that, didn't we? It says
4: we were slaves to it. Slaves in bondage. I know, I know what that feels like. Because it's just like...
2: And you thought it was okay. Ah,
4: and he, he didn't he was, know. And it was like a dream. Like you almost had well, yeah, no control, you but away. your conscious was aware of what you were doing, and it's just like a terrible feeling. There's still guilt there, away. isn't it? Right. You yeah. want to get away, but you, you want can't. to, and you
1: try. You didn't know it was so bad at the time. You knew it was bad, but you don't catch know this.
2: First Timothy four about. one, but the spirit explicitly says, now what does that mean? Explicit. That in later times, some will fall away from the faith, that's apostasy, paying attention to what? Deceitful spirits and doctrines of demons. Anything that's really not of truth, where does it come from? Ultimately, it's a doctrine of demons.
4: And that's uh, like especially today in these big movements now, like especially with some people from Hillsong, and there's a couple other people who have come out and said that they are no longer, somebody from Hillsong said that they're no longer believers in Christ, but now they're supporters of the LGBTQ.
2: Yeah, they're absolute apostates. uh,
4: And that reminds me of the Matthew, I'm not sure which chapter, but it, Jesus when he's talking about eating my flesh and drinking of my blood, and he said, meaning turned away. And then Jesus says to his disciples, Are you all going to leave too? And then Peter says, Where will we go? You're the living word.
2: You have the words, Correct. eternal life.
4: And then another passage later on, um, in First Peter or the one the front of Peter, somewhere in Timothy, I think. <laughs> <laughs> well, in books. In one of them, it says that... Somewhere in the Bible, you know, it says that. You know, he says that... Uh, so, for those who once believed and who had tasted of the Word and seen of, like, miracles done, and then they turn their back on it, it says that there's no more sacrifice left for them. Right. That's because there's nothing left, because they, they already received, but they turned their back on it, so there's nothing left for them now. And so that's like that's, that's like, apostasy. Uh, and that's a great
2: movement mm-hmm. in today's church because then you have like supporters. Oh, do, do you guys know Joshua Harris? I know. Probably. Yes. You've probably read the book. Yes. You probably appreciated the book. I kissed, I kissed Dating I kissed Goodbye. goodbye. Have you heard about what happened yeah, to him?
0: Yeah. No, what happened
2: is... He he did exactly he what, what Val was talking about. Are really? you kidding me? He denies the Lord and he's turned to the LGBT community wow. and sides with it. Not saying that he is right. one of them, but he says, you know, that that is okay.
4: And that's the thing. Like, if you
2: don't believe in God, why? Yeah, everything's okay, isn't it? Why would he go that far? Yeah. Isn't that amazing? I mean, you, you, he wrote two books, like His Dating yeah. Goodbye, and then the second
4: book was I Give
0: Dating a Chance or something mm-hmm. like that. And Annie read the first one. At the beginning of college, and just really says that's it. I'm, you know, I'm not interested in guys anyway, any way, shape, form, or form the what I'm doing. And then so I had to give her that second book towards the end of her college years. Mm-hmm. And it's like you know, it's the same guy. I mean, if you're and then I I followed it up with scripture. I mean, he had a lot of scripture in his books. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. He, he really laid it out quite biblically and. Uh, mhm.
2: So, but, uh, and she still got those books
0: I tried to get him to read, read
2: yeah, he was a speaker in front of who knows how many different crowds You know, led people and there's another one that did that yeah and that's, that's apostasy well we
4: know that we, that we so does that look the same in the hardest time mm-hmm. I think that remains to be seen I think that remains to be seen
2: Yeah, we don't know the end of the story on that. As for right now, it's a shame that it's happened. And so we cannot say, okay, he could be just gone insane or something has happened. We we don't know. But we do know that somebody who does become an apostate never were Christians. That's the question. Can Can a Christian... Turn in to be an apostate no, they can't right. now could they say some things that would be that's where confusion really comes in and God forbid that any one of us would ever deny the Lord in that sense but you could put them into the sense of what Peter did you know just you know out of the pressure that's put on him he denied the Lord mm-hmm. but you know like you say, we don't know we can't get into that heart. Only God knows, but when they make that kind of statement, it's like, now would you want him to come in and speak at your church anymore? Would you want to read his books? No, not with that kind of confession.
1: Not until the Lord brings him back to himself. Right. If he, if
2: he... Exactly. A exactly. Like a, like a Matthew 18, in in the sense that you know, if they deny the Lord, then they can't be a member of your church. Right. You know, you've got to do something. You can't. That would really trip people up. Right.
4: And it's like uh, as adopted sons and daughters, I know that as being adopted, sometimes adopted kids run away from Yeah. Because they're not used to that kind of love. They're not used to the kind of discipline. They're not used to the kind of correction. And so they'll run away from home. Not that they're not still adopted, but sometimes it takes, you know, the breaking down of the flesh before they, they turn back. You know, because there was that... Uh, There was that group that the Apostle spoke about. He said there's immorality in the church, which even you all don't agree with because a son had the father's wife. And he said to kick him out and to give him over to Satan for the destruction of their flesh with the hopes that their souls may be saved.
2: Something so severe that would drive them back. Right. Whatever it takes. They are no longer under the protection of right. the prayers of the church, but that they would be out there and be, they that would scare them to death. Right. That they don't want to be caught out there. They want to get back with right. the church, the and so they repent. And that's about. the whole idea of of right. any of that. That they would repent and and. and
4: that's that's why I think trusting the Lord is so important. Is because sometimes we run away, but you know. I especially it's like sometimes i feel like my prayers are far from god but his love isn't far from me you know because you know sometimes there's a time where god's like
2: I'm disappointed <laughs> you know what every one of us here are this close to to you know we could we could i mean it's very possible that any one of us could say i don't want to believe in god anymore now, sometimes there might be some things that you're thinking, I'd rather not even be a Christian anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, hopefully that we don't, you know, don't, we don't want to be doing that. Right. But, I mean, if it weren't for Christ, we all would turn our backs on Him.
3: Well, and people can be so mean and judgmental. You know, I'm not in favor of a gay lifestyle, but I know some gay people that are nice People and I, you know, I talk to them. I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna.
2: You're not gonna embrace their lifestyle, no, but
3: and I'm not gonna turn them away either. They, they and have the same they, need
2: that any yeah. other sinner out there. They need but Christ.
3: There's a whole bunch of righteous people that just talk yeah. bad. And if this, if Joshua was listening to people bashing these people, you know, you. You get a heart for people and you say, you know, that's no way to treat people. And so then maybe he just turned, who knows what happened.
2: How did Christ treat those kind of people? Exactly. We see him in the Gospels and that's the people that he came for to die for. So, you know, sin is sin, you know, I, but I'm not, you know, going along with. Hey, listen, you know, those kind of sins—they're okay. There's no difference what the consequences are, but at the same time, they're lost like anybody else. And our idea is to, boy, it sure like to see those people saved, just like anybody else. You know, so, yeah. But you know, you think about all that—that that comes up against us. We fight against this. We and the church always has. If it doesn't, it would go over like that. But Christ makes sure that His Word lives on, and the soldiers are there, you know, and the army keeps marching. But it's for truth. It's not for what it, 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 it's not for what we believe on our own thoughts. But it's the truth of Christ. Isn't so much for philosophy. <laughs> but that's this is this is the real world. That's what we live in. That's what they lived in. That was here long before the Colossian church. Mm -hmm. It goes back to the Old Testament times. You see the same thing. Mm -hmm. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your truth. And we know that we base our thoughts on this foundation. And they would be able to discern and know how to live this kind of life that you've set us apart for. And that we would be witnesses to a lost world. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: amen.